Welcome to Body Talks Mind Lessons with Indu. Are you ready to hear real life stories from around the world how Body Talks system has helped heal trauma and brought vitality back to life? If yes, stay tuned and find out if this is what you have been waiting for. Don't you feel that when you are looking at the picture very closely, you tend to make miss the bigger horizon? Similarly, I feel when uh, you are going through a rough patch or you have gone through a trauma, you feel like there is no way out and to the point that there is no hope. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about no matter how low you feel, how much trauma you have gone through, there is always hope and there is always a way out. So that is what our guest is going to talk to us today. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much. My pleasure. So let's start with, you know, my usual question. (laughs) Where in the world are you located? Um, I am uh, in a town called Black Mountain, just outside of Asheville, North Carolina. Okay, and have you always lived there? No, I have not. Um, before that was Georgia. Um, before that was Texas. Before that was uh, <laughs> Washington State. Yeah, I've been all over the place. <laughs> you, you are a citizen of the U.S. states, various states. Yeah, of the army. <laughs> ah, that's where the movement happened. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So taking a step back in time, growing up, what were you thinking that, uh, you know, uh, that the answer to the question, I'm going to be uh, dash, dash, dash when I grow up? Or you said, universe, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, um, in eighth grade, because prior to that, I was always everybody's therapist. I honestly feel like I came into this life just already being a therapist. Um, But in eighth grade, it really hit me hard um, that that's what I wanted to do because um, I experienced um, some talk therapy and such. And I was made to feel like such a problem that I was just really wanted people to not have to go through that and to, to not feel so unseen and unsupported. So that became my passion. Hmm. Uh, can you elaborate on what kind of therapy are you talking about? Do you feel like sharing that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so in, in my life, um, the way it started was um, I had a lot of um, psychological, physical, and sexual abuse. And uh, my mom tried pretty hard to make me believe that this was all my fault and that she was the victim. And each time that I would tell on my stepdad, um, I, they would either put me in therapy or something like that. So um, we had a um, family therapist uh, that was, it was really weird. It was actually my stepfather's regular therapist, but we were doing family therapy. And because I would take, uh, take it back, you know, my, uh, my story, I would be made to look like the problem child. And, um, and so that was my experience with, uh, 
talk therapy. <laughs> oh wow! I I somehow thought it kind of a, some kind of a speech therapy. So uh, sorry about that. Wow, what a trauma! My God. Oh. Still trying to find my words back. <laughs> okay, so where did you go from there? You you also started feeling that you were a victim, or you felt there was. When did you feel there was a solution? Um, well, it took a while. I mean, you know, I had to keep going through that childhood scene, and I eventually like uh, ran away. And um, along that, um, I was raped and then eventually uh, married to a sociopath and physically abused there. And then from there, I went in the army. From there, I went to meth addictions. And um, there was a lot of really dense, dark trauma from that. And then I started like um, experiencing a lot of loss in my life. I, uh, I lost my dad to hepatitis B. And then I cared for my mom for like a year while she was dying uh, of glioblastoma. And then my firstborn killed himself like two years later. And this event actually triggered all the previous loss, guilt, shame, and self-loathing. And it was like a floor opened up and I like descended into this darkness that goes on for eternity. And that's when I found Body Talk. And how old were you then? Um, I was 30, I think about 37, 38. Mm, okay. Yeah. So just uh, suddenly somebody suggested take a session uh, or how did it show up? Um, so I, at first, um, didn't want to pay for therapy because I am um, a disabled veteran. And so I tried to go the talk therapy route again. And um, really, no one could really hold space for all of these like collective um, experience that I've had. And um, we had friends that already that we knew that were uh, body talk uh, practitioners. And so I just said, you know what, I've got to try something, because I'm going down <laughs> pretty fast you know <laughs> and okay. so I did and there was there was no looking back I assume no there was no looking back whatsoever um it was uh I mean when uh, my practitioner like facilitated this space of me seeing that I could loosen my grip on my past Mm-hmm. And that, like, the past is totally, like, dictating with all the different filters and such how I am engaging and perceiving my experience of life. And it honestly just kind of brought it back to me. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> it's not out there. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> it's inside me. Yes. Yeah. That was truly powerful. But at least uh, it didn't go the route of blame. It came the route of hopefully let's find it and release it, right? Well, of course, we have to travel down the road um, still of, um, you know, I'm a victim of my story, my circumstance. And as you see, you know, I could have wore the capital V victim quite righteously (laughs) for the the rest of my life if I really wanted to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
So it's kind wow. of a process of like um, seeing, you know, all these people did all these things to me. And so you go through that and then you're like able to like witness that from like a different space and then pull back more and then go, okay, well, yeah. how is that going to heal that? How is that going to change that? So maybe digging a little bit deeper into a victim consciousness and how do you start uh, digging yourself out of it? Yes, of course, one of the ways is uh, body talk. Uh, but is there some place that uh, the, automatically your consciousness may take a turn uh, towards something higher than that? Or you think there is always support that is needed? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, I didn't you just use um, body talk. I also used another modality that I practice um, professionally as well, which is uh, IFS. And um, that really helped to be able to learn to get space from the actual trauma and to learn to be in a space of actually witnessing it from, you know, from that it's not me sort of mm. um, um but also one of the, uh, I guess, the greatest foundations that I have is that um, I have a, a, a very personal relationship. Uh, you know, you can call it whatever you want, God. And uh, that, that has been uh, truly uh, the foundation where um, healing has been able to blossom even more richer. Okay, so you could always... Uh call on the higher powers and still ask for help, right? Even when you really felt down and uh, didn't, didn't see the path upwards, right? Well, that's a new thing. I didn't have that through, you know, mm. all the... <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Mm. That developed later, okay. That, yes, came up later. So uh, how long you been, so you started taking uh, body talk sessions and then at some point you decided you wanted to be a practitioner. So where did that turn happen? Um, so I was receiving sessions for probably a year. Mm -hmm. And um, when we, and I, I was just so fascinated with it, you know, my practitioner would say things out loud, you know, like, uh, mind crystals and active memory and epigenetics. And I was just like, what is that? <laughs> I was just, I felt it. I felt this like, you know, this gravitational pull and just electricity because I've always wanted to relieve the suffering of, of people. And I was like, this is how I want to do this. Mm -hmm. All right. But we had to clear some sort of eighth chakra thing that was kind of standing in the way of me going towards any kind of therapeutic help. And once that cleared, like I signed up for my first body talk class and I just hit the ground running. So I've been uh, practicing for uh, two and a half years now. Okay. Okay. Just to, uh, you know, remind the listeners here that uh, anybody can become a body talk practitioner. That is, the, that is the best part about this modality that it, there are no prerequisites other than you are curious and you are open. You don't need any medical background. You don't need to be a XYZ, right? So you decide one day 
that this is the path I want to take. And then do you start out with taking a couple of classes and uh, doing practice sessions and taking a test and uh, you become a first level practitioner. And then from that point onwards, you know, journey may start and uh, you may take a lot more classes and, you know, become an advanced practitioner, parama practitioner, whatever comes to your consciousness. And that's where the story goes on and on. And uh, <laughs> really, I still feel that uh, uh, you may step into feeling that uh, uh, it's a miracle. I still feel that. I tell. I sometimes ask people, do you believe in miracles? They say, no, no, I believe in science. And right. I'm going even, <laughs> science believes in miracles, <laughs> you know. So that's, that's how I feel. How did you feel uh, about body talk? What I love about this is there's a freedom to it when you come in as a practitioner that you, you know, can be authentically yourself, and of course, there's work, you know, to be done there in order to be able to show up authentically as well. But it's like you get to show up as you and the people that like your energy gravitate towards your energy. It's like there's no competition within body talk practitioners, I believe, because everyone has a different musical note that they add to the beautiful symphony. And so mm -hmm. some people are more attracted to your musical note than they are to the next one. And so I, I just, yeah, I just think it's such a beautiful thing. Wow. I like your description, you know, because a lot of people ask, how do you explain body talk? And uh, I also feel like that uh, the, actually your body plays a symphony. Mm -hmm. And when you are uh, you within you are not communicating, that's when discord and this ease starts. So all we're doing is, you know, putting these instruments back in tune so that the, the symphony can start playing again. And now you added another dimension to it by saying that each practitioner uh, is a unique note. And uh, that, is, that is also very true that uh, sometimes, you know, it does happen to people that we feel, oh, I'm not finding my tribe of clients. You know, I got started, but somehow, you know, I don't know if I need to do the marketing, I, you know, uh, I need to tell people. But what's interesting is that what you said that uh, you have a particular kind of energy and once that connects to your tribe and sometimes you know I've heard people go back to their home country uh, where the connection starts uh, or somewhere totally different and here there's no convincing needed and just uh, people show up uh, just like they are uh, attracted to that note that you said so really uh, appreciate that uh, definition that you gave. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, when you when you transform or facilitate the transformation of someone's life, they're gonna tell somebody, and they're gonna they're gonna hear that conviction, and then they're gonna be like, huh, and then they're gonna tell somebody, and that's really the way that it's the experience that I've had, you know, with body talk. It's people mm -hmm. just tell people. 
Yes, very true. <laughs> but uh, jokingly, I used to, you know, a lot of people said this, that it's a word of mouth. And uh, I used to say, okay, whose word and whose mouth should I ah. put the body talking? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, you know, on the lighter side. Sometimes uh, I also feel that um, uh, we want to rush things. And, uh, of mm. course, we want to uh, do things according to our timeline. But the universe um, has this, some, some other plan in mind. Uh, yeah. And it may be because they feel that um, it needs to come when you are more ready or you need to be this way, that way. And also, there is sufficient amount of self-healing that you do through sessions. So yes. you are also growing as you are doing sessions for other people. Mm. You know, of course, the, the the session just comes through you. You don't know what, you know, what is going to come for somebody. Uh, but they are also connected to your t- intuition. So uh, in a way, all healing happens as self-healing so there is a certain um, you know point that you're going to get to when it's all going to open up and uh, uh, there is no looking back right that's true and that mirroring you know is real (laughs) yeah exactly exactly Uh, so uh, you have been doing body talk practice you said for uh, two, two or three years yeah, two right? and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, did you were you also working with animals, or uh, am I mistaken? I thought I saw a post where yes. you were talking about uh, working with animals. I do. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So tell us more about that. Um, well, I started working, you know, with my cats personally, and um, I was able to help my cat who, you know, I'm his uh, third owner. And so he had a lot of like uh, anxiety and trauma and uh, was very scared of men. And I was able to get in there and see that, you know, that he was scared of men and, you know, somehow held it, however the energy works, um, was able to um, help him to not be in that fight or flight as much and to, um, have more safety and security with that environmental factor of men. And uh, I was like, whoa, okay. And um, I started working on uh, other people's dogs and, you know, able to see the, the, the cancer cells on tumors just like slow down. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I started working with uh, horses recently and they just open their hearts up immediately. I was like, oh my goodness, this is way easier than people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, it was just beautiful. So, the, the, uh, I mean, Body Talk uh, uh, also has a class for animals. So, did you take that? Uh, did you also become a practitioner, or this was just intuitive and you moved into this direction? Um, it was just intuitive and just uh, moved in that direction. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, some people, you know, do uh, do work with the animals only or uh, both people and animals. You know, it all depends uh, what comes in in your path. 
and Absolutely. automatically your your uh, focus goes towards that right yeah it definitely does so uh since the your story started with uh, so much um trauma and so much issues um are your clients also uh, similar similarly gone through such uh, trauma that that's where the attraction comes in or no it doesn't matter um i feel like um a good chunk of them do okay and then there's um and then there's ones that you know they it seems different but it's it's it, it's more or less that i've been through so much that mm-hmm. people find me like really relatable because I can't judge anything that anyone's mm-hmm. gone through. And uh, I just see somebody and I just accept them exactly as they are. And I just love them as they are. And I feel like they feel that and that's really what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm sure your connection is comes from the heart and uh, from some, something deep within you so that the just like you said the mirroring and the healing happens on both sides yeah i think it i think it also helps that i'm i'm very transparent about you know what i've been through just so that people understand that you know i'm not some practitioner with a loincloth sitting on a rock you know and i'm better than you or anything it's like we're the same we're sitting here at the same level and um you know I've had like a transformation in my life that, you know, has been startling. So I feel like it, it gives people hope, you know, cause I'm like, I'm you, I'm no different than you. If I can do this, you can do this. And I think mm-hmm. that's really helpful. Cause I mean, I used to be like a broken girl trying to be a broken adult. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And, um, when I really got that, the way that I'm holding things, the way that, uh, I'm, reacting to things is what I'm allowing to define how I engage in my life and with the people within it. Um, It's like accepting that personal responsibility for my life was like, was huge. I mean, I I mean, I can't say enough about that. Um, And, and when it came to really starting to heal, you know, it's like, I was willing to do whatever it took. And I mean, whatever. And I, I, it's like getting to that point where, you know, you're sick and tired of living a broken existence and whatever I needed to face that came up like in a session, it's like, there was this grace of willingness that was totally present. And Mm -hmm. eventually I was like willing to let go of being the victim of my story. And that takes time. It's baby steps. Um, And then it was just like, I now see everything as a lesson. And when things are triggering me, instead of pointing my finger outside of myself, it's like I can start to look inside and see what it is within me that's unhealed, that is showing me that it's still there. You know, I, I was actually temporarily diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at one point. And mm. as I worked on things, you know, it's like all those symptoms like disappeared. And my life right now, it's like everyone goes, oh, you're a practitioner, so you must be healed. No, 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 no. My life still has loss and extraordinary challenges, but I can hold space for them and still be present with this like peace that's always there. And I, 
I don't know. I can't put a price tag on the way that I feel now compared to the way that I used to drag myself through life. Yeah, it requires, uh, uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about it. It's, it's not an easy, easy thing to talk about. It requires a lot of courage to be transparent and to be vulnerable and honestly describe, you know, what you went through. And then uh, the second part that you brought up, uh, it's very important. Sometimes uh, people start calling us healers and they start putting us on a pedestal and they feel that, oh, we, we don't have any pains and aches. We don't have any issues in our life. We don't uh, have to suffer through any uh, emotional trauma. You know, we, we are just above it. And uh, just, <laughs> just like you said, come on, <laughs> you know, uh, pain and suffering is part of human existence. You know, like uh, we say in body talk, even even when you're born, when you're born, you know, you get a handful of those uh, uh, karmic vibrations. We don't know from where, but they they do align with your uh, time and place of birth and they show up even when, you know, you have not done done no no wrong, you know. Yeah. Uh, And you wonder, you know, why why is this coming up? And uh, you cannot explain it, but uh, things do show up. So uh, definitely agree that um, in some ways we are all the same, uh, but there are, you know, ways we can be different, which is uh, accepting that Mm. this is what is going on. And there is a possibility that we can move forward. And that's when uh, people question uh, body talk and whatnot. I say, as long as you believe in possibilities, just like, you know, the atoms can move from one energy state to another. So can you, Mm -hmm. you are, you are made of those atoms. That's, that's enough of quantum physics that I want to talk about. Nothing more than <laughs> that, right? It doesn't matter uh, whether we can explain things uh, uh, or not. But as long as possibility is there, probabilities are there, uh, healing is a possibility. Opportunity. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. So where do you see yourself going from here? Mm. Well, um, I, I just finished, um, it's called uh, Advanced Integration. So it's the integration of all the uh, advanced courses. And yes. I'm also alongside that taking Eastern medicine um, with working with uh, Kundalini channels and such. And um, so I'm going to um, fully integrate all that and then uh, move into Parama. Okay, I see. So take all the advanced courses and uh, become uh, uh, an advanced practitioner or whatever you feel like, right? So moving forward in your learning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just like uh, continuing to raise that bar and uh, to provide as much uh, opportunity uh, for healing as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking of writing a book or 
using any other ways of <laughs> releasing. <laughs> I actually am writing a book, right? Um... Ah, see, it, it kept on coming to me. Uh, maybe she's writing a book. So I thought I may ask or at least motivate her. Uh... No, I appreciate it because um, I've had, you know, I started writing it. And uh, I took a break um, because writing this book, it's called uh, Memoirs of a Meth Addict. And um, it's really mm -hmm. um, helped me to um, get really close and personal with uh, my shame. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you can understand why I took a break. And then like I have all these people just recently, including yourself, going, are you writing a book? You should write a book. You should, a book, and I'm like, okay, Lord. <laughs> yeah, the breadcrumbs are showing up. I need they to are. take a bath. The whole loaf. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds sounds good. You know, uh, not that you know. Uh, I mean, writing a book also I means know you that mean. you have to uh, get deep into all of that that, uh, you know, you probably want to put behind you. But at the same time, maybe there's a learning you need to deliver to the world, right, in so many different ways. So if it shows up, it shows up, right? Otherwise, uh, you know, uh, through body talk, you are already communicating that energy to the, to the people who need it and uh, who are ready for it. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, you mentioned one other modality you were using. Are you using anything else? Are you combining modalities or um, purely body talk? Um, so I do body talk. Sometimes um, IFS kind of will show up if the person, of course, uh, gives permission for that. Um, it'll show up in a session, but usually it's just uh, body talk is its own thing and mm -hmm. in internal family systems will be, you know, its own separate thing as well. Okay. I see. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness. Mm. Uh, did uh, that started come, uh, start coming up in your session or somewhere uh, when you were releasing your trauma? Uh, where did forgiveness show up? Ah, that's a very good question. Um, forgiveness started showing up when I was given the grace to start to see the innocence within myself and mm -hmm. also within others. And so what that means to me is that I could see that all the things that look like, you know, I totally effing missed the mark, you know, um, that I did the best I could you know, with all the circumstances, you know, it's like when you can come from that space and look at what was going on around there and that my choices, you know, that were conscious were very limited and that I could have compassion for myself. And then I could also see how the people that, you know, hurt me, that they were doing the best they could at the time as well. 
And so when, when I, when I um, hold forgiveness, it's almost like I'm forgiving my perception of you. Mm. That was extremely uh, powerful for me because the way I hold the world is that we're, we're all coming in at different times to play different parts for each other. And some of them don't feel so good. Hmm. Wow. Can't find the words. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's very deep. Uh, I think I probably will have to think about it a bit more. I mean, you're saying it's our perception. Huh. So it almost feels like what they're doing is not under their control. Is that uh, what you were indicating? Yeah, like in in ways we get taken out by different things. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, even when our own personal story, we will, you know, yell at people or say things we don't mean and stuff like that. And then later when that that energy that took us over, you know, we've calmed down and then we feel regretful and we're like, oh, that wasn't me. Mm. I'm so sorry, you know, and we feel bad. Um. But we, we, you feel very helpless to whatever it is that's in charge at that time, you know? Ah, okay. Okay, now I, uh, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, temporarily we are taken over uh, by these dark forces, uh, right? And we are not in our uh, conscious mind or we're not into our, I don't know, God mind, whatever we want to call it, you know, that tells us what is right and wrong. And uh, we get on a path that uh, we were not able to control at that moment. Yeah, or whatever fight or flight, you get in fight or flight. I mean, what control and what different options do you really have? Yeah, not very many. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Unless you freeze. (laughs) Yes, right, right, right. (laughs) And then you freeze. You still don't have any choices. You're just like stuck there. Yes, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very interesting. That uh, uh, how do we perceive choices, right? And uh, more and more we. Um, that that's when I started out I felt that when we are so close to a picture you know we can't see the details that's why sometimes being mindful is important that you have to get a little bit far from that picture to really see the detail and get that perspective of what is what is it that I'm seeing and how I'm not blending into the picture right so uh, just a just a, like you said, it's a perception. Yeah, and also sometimes like when we we're looking at a picture, but it's not even finished yet. Like we're judging like everything upon just like a few brush strokes, and we haven't stood back to allow the rest of it to come together either. Yes, that is true. And even when we think it's complete, the picture is going to change soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so 
true. <laughs> yeah, this is not a painting that is uh, fixed in time. You know, that's the fun fun part, and sometimes the confusing part of life, right? You know, you think that you have it this time, you have it right, and <laughs> that's when the picture changes, right? And you say, yeah. "Oh, start over again." <laughs> yeah, it's just like a masterpiece in motion. You know, always in motion. Right. Right. Uh, I know we started out a bit of a message, so uh, let's let's uh, give that big message out. You know, you have so much to say, and I don't know how you want to summarize that message, but please give it a try. I was wondering if I could give a couple of examples. Of yes. course. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Examples or uh, testimonials, whatever you wish. Okay. So just to give, you know, different um, ideas of like what body talk can, you know, offer you, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I had this client who had a spinal laceration and uh, that resulted uh, with rods inserted in her spine. Mm -hmm. And for 20 years, she had always like walked over, like walked uh, hunched over. And like after a few sessions, she was like standing almost completely up straight. And um, and then there it came up as a priority that, you know, the hips were still, you know, creating, you know, just not giving that total full, you know, standing up straight. Um, and so we did this thing that's called uh, body vibe axis. And um, both her and I watched her right hip just fall right into place right there before our eyes. And we were just like, our jaw was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so now she walks around, never thought that would ever happen, walking completely straight, you know, beautiful. Um, I have another client that uh, had yeah, fibromyalgia. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Yes. Amazing. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, another client had fibromyalgia and, you know, had major chronic fatigue. And uh, basically she just sat on the couch and her activity was like, she could empty a dishwasher by, you know, going to it like four different times in a day. You know, we take that for granted, you know, I can mm -hmm. unload a dishwasher in one go and just like clean a whole bunch of stuff. But that was like a big deal, you know, for her to do. And uh, now she's like enjoying life with like little to no pain and um, has more energy to do the things she wants to do. She like travels now um, and she couldn't even travel before. Yeah. Fibromyalgia is uh, sometimes beyond Western medicine. You know, yes, they um gave a lot of uh, medications and whatnot but sometimes nobody knows how why it shows up you know it's uh, very debilitating yeah absolutely absolutely i mean just the same with like i had a client with breast cancer and she was going to lose her breast and after like several months of working together the, her her tumor like shrunk to where she could keep her breast and uh, she's uh, been cancer free for over a year now Wow, you have a lot of miracle stories. That's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> wow. Uh, those it all who are stems. Not... It all stems from like you know the 
childhood trauma and stuff like that, you know, because it's like that trauma is, you know, um, your body's a manifestation of that trauma that's just like trying to get our attention. Exactly. The book, uh, The Body Keeps the Score. I'm mm. always reminded of that, that no matter whether you remember it or, you know, you have let it go out of your conscious mind, your body has not forgotten. Unless it processes it and releases it, it is sitting in a dark corner. Uh, and yeah. uh, it body is just a manifestation vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting me share that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad uh, and forgotten <laughs> to ask that question. <laughs> so uh, um, be, before we uh, um, talk about your uh, final message, uh, uh, give your contact information, whatever, you know, if it's a website or, you know, um, whatever you want to provide, if, if you want to provide. Oh, absolutely. Um, my website is innerhealingclinic.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, my Instagram is inner underscore healing underscore clinic. Okay. And um, my YouTube is inner healing clinic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Pretty yeah, simple. Might as well uh, carry the brand name everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Make it okay. easy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. All right. What about your final message? Even Mm. though the whole podcast has been a big message, right? Right. Um, I guess my message to people is that no matter what, no matter what and how dark and bleak anything looks, light is still there. And we just have to find the courage to want to look for it and see it. No matter what you are carrying, as long as you give yourself permission to look at the hard things, one baby step at a time is all that is asked of you. On the other side of things, you can experience more space and more lightness and start to enjoy your life rather than feel like you always have to survive it. It's really just an inner decision. And once you make that inner decision, there is no stopping you. Mm, very well said. Yeah. And uh, no stopping you. And I really wish and hope that people take ownership and responsibility in this lifetime and let it... Uh, uh, and hopefully they can find something that will take them on the side of light right and then they can uh, become that guide to even other people so you owe it to yourself right yes you do all right that has been a very insightful uh, podcast Michelle and I wish you all kinds of uh, light and uh, inspiration that you keep on spreading this message to the whole world. Thank I you am, so much. I definitely appreciate uh, your coming, coming on the podcast and you take good care of yourself and thank you listeners for being with us today.
and we'll come back uh, with another episode of Body Talks Mind Listens. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.